Oh yeah, it's backdoor cover. College football preview edition. It's Micah. It's Brad. What is this voice? Oh yeah, baby. It's college football. It's Friday morning. Let's talk some football. Let's do it. How the weekend is here, and it feels so good. Today, I'm going to lunch with my man Tracy, and uh, we're going to get burgers and beers. T. Swanee? Yeah. He's the man. Shouts to T. Swanee. Shouts to burgers and beers T. Swanee plays a nice draw down the middle of the fairway. Real nice. It's a nice. Hey, you know what else is nice? Tell me. NFL. The National Football League. And if you want to get paid on the NFL, mm-hmm. you should listen to our episode yesterday with Can't Miss Mitch. Brad and I preview all of the uh, week, whatever week it is in the NFL. I believe it's seven. Week seven action. And Mitch from Can't Miss Mitch joined us, our, our in-house handicapper. Mitch has been on fire recently. So if you want to get paid, if you want to hear us talk about the games, and you want to uh, get a, a few insights with the algorithm, check out yesterday's episode of Back door cover last of week course, he went 10 and 14 10 and 14 10 and 14 10, 10 right. of 14 yeah, 10, 10 and right. 4 yes i believe he went 12 and 3 the week before yes that's what i'm saying it's like mitch he's, is getting you paid yeah the way i presented that was really bad yeah 10 and 14 10 is, not and four so much. is what you're looking for well it's written 10-14 but i get what that means 10 correct out of 14 mitch is getting you paid that's what i'm saying so go listen the to people back who are cover. delivering the information you have too friends dumb, who are degenerates but, and uh, you should be sharing this show with him. We would like that. You know what else you should show with share with him? Mind of Micah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad and I uh, have been real busy, and I'm, I got you some good Mind of Micah content coming. Next week's going to be huge. There's stuff uh, new Mind of Micah available right now. Check out Mind of Micah wherever you listen to podcasts. You're operating with a lot of vagaries over there. You got don't, some big plans, don't you? Don't worry about Micah's it. Micah's not We're telling you We're trying to keep some nothing. stuff in the dark. We got new sponsors coming on. I'm I'm just real excited. Hey, let's get to the college football. Uh, college game day this week is at Penn State. Uh, it's a pretty good slate. There are three matchups of ranked teams. Two of those games are in the Pac-12, the uh, Chaos Conference, so that's good. How do they have two match? How do they even? I have guess any there are four teams? Pac-12 teams, and they're all playing each other. Although uh, one of them is is, is one of the games 25th. on Thursday night, and one of them on midnight on Saturday night. No, they're both watchable. We'll get to them. Okay. Usually they get bad slating. Uh, let's get to some news. Ryan Halinski, who's the backup quarterback for South Carolina, uh, should be fine and will play at uh, against Florida at home this weekend. He went down on a really dirty play against Georgia last week, if you if you didn't catch the game. Uh, after, a defensive after he went down, to him? yeah, South Carolina uh, played a third-string quarter, uh, quarterback and ran the ball like their last 11 plays of the game, including overtime. Just They gave up on throwing completely, so... They have a uh, they have a capable quarterback coming back against Florida. We'll get to that. The best news this week, uh, the best news story. Did you hear about this one, Brad? Tell me. I'll just read the headline. Okay. Alabama student who allegedly phoned in bomb threat on LSU's Tiger Stadium said, "Quote: His friend was on the verge of losing a very large bet." <laughs> That's a good excuse. Earlier this week, a freshman student at the University of Alabama, Connor Bruce Kroll, nineteen was accused of phoning in a bomb threat at Tiger Stadium during last Saturday's Florida LSU game. It was reported at the time that Kroll was, quote, booked into jail early Sunday where records listed him as a fugitive from justice. Not what you want. Mm. Kroll, who remains jailed in Tuscaloosa without bond, could be facing felony charge, at least initially when the case moves to the state of Louisiana. 
You don't want to make terroristic threats and then use gambling illegally as your reasoning for doing that so. That seems to be the least of his problems. Mm. While no details were available initially, and based on police affidavit, uh, Kroll, a native of Virginia, admitted to police that he phoned in the bomb threat because, quote, his friend was on the verge of losing a very large bet. My book, he was about to cash in. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Don't call it a bomb threat. That's a bad idea, fam. So you think... You think Connor's in trouble, huh? I think he's going to spend several years of his life in prison. Do you think that? I mean, he that's like what the uh, penalty calls for, but Jesus, what a fucking stupid mistake. Hey, let's talk about the Heisman. Okay. Thanks to some stupid mistakes last week, mm. Sam Ellinger is no longer uh, a candidate, at least in my mind. He was a long shot to begin with. Also, Jake Fromm making lots of stupid mistakes. Uh, you have now been eliminated from, from Heisman contention. He didn't just make mistakes. He just sucked. Well, that's too. Trevor Lawrence, I read, has been taken off of several uh, boards for offshore books. Not there's still you can still bet on Trevor Lawrence at mybookie.ag using promo code BDC, but several other books have taken him off the board completely, which I think is with no reasoning. I mean, he's thrown uh, a few interceptions. He hasn't looked like a superstar. That offense hasn't been unstoppable. They've already played some of the toughest games on their schedule. They don't have a bunch of statement games left to play. Yeah, so if he just wrecks shot for the last six games of the year, recency bias, he's going to be sitting pretty. I, that's what I would think. I, I think the fact that he's totally off the board gives you a, yeah, gives him some value. Although, I mean, if you can bet him, but whatever. Uh, your your top fives remain totally unchanged from last week. Tua, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, and Jonathan Taylor. Those are the five guys who are going to win the Heisman. Our potential winners. No one outside of that five is winning, though. You wouldn't think so. Not a chance, I would say. Lawrence being the only one with a shot, I guess. Assuming, you know, Tua and Burrow and, you know. I mean, I can't think of losses. anybody else who might come. Jalen Hurts. I mean, that's your, your best chance is that Clemson somehow remains undefeated and all these other teams don't. But I mean, does Notre Dame have a candidate? I don't hear anyone lost about it. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins are still sort of on the board, but they're way below. Uh, so that's your Heisman watch moving into this week. Okay. All right, let's get to the games. What do you say, Brad? Let's Great. go. Ohio State, uh, the, the Thursday games were trash uh, on paper. The Friday game, there are a couple of games here. This is interesting. One, Ohio State plays at Northwestern. I have a question mark here because this just doesn't make sense. I don't know why Ohio State should be playing a Friday night game ever. They are 28.5-point favorites. Uh, in Chicago, seems like a lot of points. The button is is painful there. That half point. If you're going to bet Ohio State, you got to buy a point back. I guess. I'm taking State. Yeah, at Northwestern Friday yeah. night. Weird. Uh, the, the I got a better game. Wreck though. Did, weren't they on bye last week? Like they're coming in fresh. Yeah, they're all hungry. The they're better nasty, the so. better game this week is Pitt at Syracuse. The better Friday game. Yeah. Yeah. If you're interested in you know. Watching a competitive game tonight, it's right. probably Pitt at Syracuse. Pittsburgh, a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road if you have to get some action uh, tonight. Nice. Let's move on to Saturday. The early window uh, looks kind of lame this week, okay. although, to be fair, the early window didn't look great last week, and we got the, the Georgia game, so who knows? Um, what do we got on the big nude? Big nude Saturday isn't in the Big Ten this week. Hmm. Big nude Saturday goes to Oklahoma. West Virginia goes to... Uh, Norman, the Okies are favored by 34. Wow, that is a shitty game for game day. 
Yeah, well, it's not a big nude Saturday. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I was yes. I, I don't know. Uh, to be fair, I don't know where the Fox uh, pregame show is going to be, but thirty point thirty four point favorite is not very compelling. Um, but you can get big and nude with it. Let's go. That's you, t- hey, that's two in a row for OU, right? Weren't they big nude with Texas last week? No. Oh yeah, I guess they were. Yeah, they were on that slate. Damn, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big nude Okies, big nude Okies. Ugh. Yucky. Uh, the other game that's mildly interesting, Florida coming off of uh, that loss last week, plays at South Carolina coming off of uh, a tremendous win against Georgia. With that backup quarterback. And they have their, their backup quarterback back. Uh, Florida is a five-point favorite on the road at that's South Carolina. We beat them by right. 20. Oh, well, so who's being disrespected here? I think Florida is. They played tough at LSU at they did. night. They did. And they were unbeaten otherwise. I mean, how the hell is... I mean, that is a big win for South Carolina, but I don't think that's an indication that they're going to be competitive for the rest of the year by any means. Uh, I think Will Muschamp shows up with his readers on, and they get rocked. Wow. I'm right in Florida. I still... I mean, as we talked about extensively on Sunday, Mm -hmm. Florida impressed us both more last week in a loss than they had in all of their wins previously. By like tenfold. But I I don't trust them. I can't bet on Florida. I'm in. Even though you're probably right. This line kind of screams. South Carolina's going to get wrecked with a backup quarterback versus that defense. Well, no, they've had the backup quarterback for a couple weeks. Oh, is that right? Well, it doesn't matter. They're in big trouble. (laughs) Okay. Big, big trouble. Interesting. So those are your early games. Like I said, not a whole lot exciting on paper, but those are the best, uh, you know, noon Eastern games. Okay. Moving to the two thirty Central Time window, three thirty Eastern. Ooh, some Pac twelve. Yeah, the first ranked matchup, number twelve Oregon coming in at five and one, only losing to LSU. That's right on. Or five. is it Auburn? Auburn. Auburn. My bad. On a five game winning streak, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. goes to Washington. Ranked number 25, so barely in the poll, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Ranked nonetheless. Oregon is a three-point favorite on the road. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? Uh, do you Vegas, have a, do you have a, the over-under here, by the way, this opened at 56 and quickly went down to 50 on the mm-hmm. over-under, which is a little surprising. Uh, number open about three and a half and is still at about three everywhere you get look. Uh I don't, I mean, this is classic cannibal conference. Washington should, I mean, I, I, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Oregon's, how the if hell you're they, Oregon how the and hell? you've got a, if you've got the, the best quarterback in the country, arguably, arguably for, yeah. from an NFL perspective, perhaps after Tua, Tua doesn't count. He's from another planet. You got to go win this game. This is the kind of road games you got to win the Pac 12. This is a statement opportunity for Oregon, a team that a lot of people, uh, had basically forgotten about after mm-hmm. week one. You you look at the Pac-12 and you go, oh, there's nobody else there. They don't have a chance to make the playoff. If they ran the table, this is a game that Oregon can, can go, can put themselves right back in the conversation. Totally. If agree. they come to six and one and they're undefeated and they win at a ranked Oregon team, uh, at a ranked Washington team, and right. generally a, a fairly tough place to play. This is a chance to get back in the national conversation. So last week, Washington's uh, star linebacker, uh, MJ, I don't, I'm not going to say this right, Tafisi, T-A-F-I-S-I. Okay. He suffered a stinger. He's out indefinitely. Uh, they did also lose two weeks ago to Stanford. I'm talking about Washington. 
I think Oregon comes in here and rolls. I think that this is a depleted Washington statement. Team. Yeah, I think this is a statement game, and if they're going to make one, it's going to have to come here or maybe like at Utah. Uh, yeah, those are the two opportunities. So they got to blow them out. Got to. I, I like Oregon here. Me too. too. Same. And it's only five points. You said right. Three. Three. Points. Oregon's three. It opened at three and a half. Yeah, so. I like that. Yeah, I like Oregon here. I like Oregon big. I. But, you know, this is classic Pac-12 where the team that we of don't course. expect, Washington comes out and wins this game. But I like Oregon. The only team who hasn't played into the conference, uh, the Cannibal Conference, is Oregon, though. Well, this would be their chance their to join the party. Or not. All right. So that game's at 2.30 e- or Central Time, 3.30 Eastern. Also at 3.30 Eastern, this one, pretty interesting. 5-1 and one Temple at 6-0 and oh SMU, ranked number 19. Let's go Ponies. The Ponies are a seven and a half point favorite at home against Temple, a team that's turned into a pretty good program. Uh, my question here is: Is this when the bubble bursts? Uh, SMU six and zero. How do you mean for the first bursts? time since like eighty three or eighty four? I think they they've last week they won an incredibly lucky game in double or triple overtime, mm-hmm. including missed kicks and all sorts of stuff. Is this when you know this perfect record just kind of blows up in their face? Temple's a pretty good football team with a good program. And my other question here is this the game that all of Dallas shows up to the game and gets on the bandwagon? Because there's always whenever SMU gets like mildly good at anything, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you show up and Romo and Witten are like in the luxury box. And uh, this happened a couple years ago in basketball. All of a sudden SMU became the, the hottest ticket in town for like one week and then they lose and then nobody ever talks about them again. SMU's got a chance here at six and to get the elite of Dallas. Look for Jerry Jones to be there or I mean, I don't know. Don, uh, well, I mean, who, who do you think is most likely to show up here? Uh, Luka Doncic? Yeah. Is Luka going to be there? That's if, a great if question. If Boban shows up, that'll be something. That would be great. Yeah, SMU doesn't deserve Luka, but they, they might get Boban. Boban's the, the hero they deserve. Is is Shane Bouchelle seriously their quarterback? Yeah. That's incredible. He's got two less losses than uh than Ellinger this year. Pretty sure that guy was a five-star recruit coming out of high school. I don't think so. He's a little small. Was he? But his dad did play for the Rangers. And yeah, I mean, he's an athlete for sure. Anyway, uh, what do you do? You have any thoughts on this? I, mean, I know what you probably don't know again? much about Temple. Uh, the Ponies are seven and a half point favorite. It's a pretty big spread, man. Uh, I, I think I, I this is a stay away from me, but I'm going to be rooting hard for the Pony Express. I do know that. Let's go to Dallas. I want I want to SMU to go unbeaten. I mean, they definitely have a shot at it if they win this game. I think Temple's probably the hardest game. This line has moved from seven to seven and a half, from six to seven to seven and a half. So, wait, did I say seven and a half previously? I guess I did. Ponies by seven and a half at the moment. So the rest of their schedule is Houston, Memphis, ECU, Navy, and then Tulane. There's some good teams there I mean, in the some, AAC. Some difficult Southern. Mi- uh, I will make a, a production or a prediction. Southern Methodist will not run the table. SMU's losing Yeah, uh, at least twice. If they went unbeaten, that would be hilarious. But... Shouts to them. The over-under is 60 on that game. Should be fun. That's a fun one to watch. Absolutely. I have I no idea. Their, their uniforms are so tight this year, too. I'm staying away from SMU. Apparently, they only wear the ones that say Dallas against North Texas and TCU. So against other schools in the Metroplex to oh, claim it. To let them know they're Dallas. Yeah, they haven't been wearing those for their other games. It's, it's pretty alpha. Yeah, and they won both the games, so mm-hmm. it is alpha. Yeah. Uh, let's go a little further south on I-35. Well, actually, we're going to go further north on I-35, mm-hmm. where Baylor okay. treks up to Stillwater 
Baylor, six and zero, ranked number eighteen in the country, goes to number four uh, or goes to unranked, but four and two Oklahoma State, a difficult opponent. The Cowboys are a three and a half point favorite at home. So here we go. Is Baylor for real? Baylor continues to win close games. They've they've won two by a field goal or less. They've won three by a touchdown or less. Oklahoma State's been a little bit up or up and down, but has shown some flashes. They've got some big time talent too on offense. They do. Yeah, they do, and. and uh, have some flashes. They lost at Tech, I think, last week or two weeks ago, whenever that was. Uh, Baylor, maybe for real, maybe not. This is this is a, this is a real show game for for the Bears. Uh, you know, they beat Iowa State at home. They've they've won games and they won them close. And you know, with good coaching and and uh, you know, I, I I don't know. Do you think they've got good coaching? Yes. You do. I think Matt Rule is is a very good coach. Where's he coming from? Do you know? Uh, Temple. Is that right? Yeah. Many people, for some reason, I don't know if he's worked as an NFL assistant, but his name always gets uh, linked to NFL coaching jobs. Huh. So I'm not exactly sure what his background. You were is. right about. He did a very nice job at Temple. He's done a very nice job turning things around at Baylor, Oki which State, was a huge uh, fucking mess. Oki State it still is to Texas Tech last week. You were yes. correct about that. Uh, but that was in Lubbock. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have any thoughts on if Baylor is for real? They're getting points. They're number eighteen. They're unbeaten. Their best win on the record on the season so far is probably Iowa State or Tech. Nah, they're not for real yet. They're okay. working their way into for real, I, but I think I like Baylor getting the three and a half though. This game feels too, like a actually. field goal game to me. Either that or it's a fucking track meet. Which... Wait, did you say it's in Stillwater? Yeah. Oh, I changed my mind then. I, I like uh, Oakley State at home. I thought it, uh, Baylor was at home. Um. Yeah, this line uh, opened at two and a half has now moved to three and a half or four, depending on where you're going. So Mm. the money is on Oklahoma State. The over under jumped quickly from 65 to 68. So people are expecting a shootout Uh, in that case. I mean, in a shootout, I think you're more likely for an Oklahoma State victory. Certainly of more than three and a half by Mm -hmm. a touchdown Mm -hmm. or more. Uh, We'll see. We shall. Another good. I mean, that that game will be fun. to. I think so, too. Another fun one, this one at 6 o'clock Eastern time, 5 o'clock Central, 3 o'clock on the West Coast, whenever. Whenever. Who knows? Whatever time it is in Utah, you have the 5-1 and one and ranked number 17 Arizona State Sun Devils, the Herm Firm, Ooh. goes to 5-1, and one, ranked number 13, the Utah Utes. This is the biggest Pac-12 game of the week and uh, the best game of the week, not Michigan-Penn State. This is a big one. Utah's only loss, of course, to USC in, in a surprise. Uh, Arizona State's been a big surprise so far with Herm. Certainly. Let me just say this before we talk about this game. I want everybody out there to realize that you can't, well, you can be mad, but you have to be mad at Herm Edwards when your coach, or at Mac Brown, when your coach hires an old guy next year. Oh, yeah, because they're doing Because well. athletic directors are all just sheep. And they see a little bit of success. Mac Brown almost beat Clemson. Herm Edwards has been on TV, been out of the game for a very long time. When your when your team next year hires a six year old guy who's a retread, blame Herm. That's your stance. Huh? That's my take there. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any thoughts on this game? I uh, before I give to your take, I think Utah is is clearly a stronger pro- program. They are big. They are strong. They have great defensive line play. Uh, I would give them the edge here. I did not put the line in. I should probably get to that. 
yeah, what are your thoughts be on helpful. this game? So the only loss on Arizona State's schedule, on the other hand, is versus Colorado. Yeesh. Mm. Utah, by the way, a 12 and a half, or open at 12 and a half, now up to 13 that and might a half be too point much favorite. Yeah, that's too Over much. Over-under is 50, which to me seems like it could be too much. Hmm. Actually, yeah. uh, no, I'm sorry. It opened at 50. It's now gone down to 45. Mm. So the money is That's on a lot the of under and on Utah, which is a lot. Yeah. Uh, 13 and a half and a 45 over under. I like Arizona State in the points. Oh. They come in. They beat Washington State. Not very handily, though. 38-34. Um, yeah, I think that it's a well-coached squad. Uh, I think they're obviously less talented than uh, Utah is. I think Utah really just got big brothered by the USC. They should have won that game, but yeah, they just didn't show really up. Like they, were, they were obviously, um, whatever, bullied by the uh, the bigger program. And uh, unfortunately, they've got a loss on the schedule now. So I think 12 or 12 and a half, whatever it says, too many. Okay, I like that take. Okay. Uh, I think I like Utah, though. You do? I like Utah to just stomp them. Make, so you think this make is the, their uh, statement? This, this is, is the Oregon. The Oregon's going to stomp, and then uh, I'm calling it the Oregon. Oregon is going to stomp, and then so is Utah. So yes, I believe this their, is their claim. This is the Pac-12 chance to really to make a statement, resurgence. And these two teams have a chance to come out of this weekend from a storyline standpoint as the two clear big dogs. It's Operation Get Back on the National. That's landscape. right. And I think both these teams are going to make the most of that. They certainly have the potential to do so. All right. Then we go to the game of the day on paper. Uh, I don't know how interesting this is to people outside the Big Did Ten Did you tell me where game day is? It's at Penn State. And that's the game you're talking about now? And that's the game. All right. Number 16, Michigan, comes in at 5-1. and one, Faces number 7, Penn State, at 6-0. and oh. Penn State is a 9-point favorite at home. Um, before we get to it, well, it's a nine-point a nine point favorite for Penn State. Uh, Happy Valley, under the lights, college game day. Should be a fun atmosphere. This game opened at 48. It's gone down to 47. Mm-hmm. It opened as Penn State being an eight-point favorite. They've gone up to nine. So money on Penn State and the under. Penn State's had a great defense. Michigan has shown a pretty effective defense and uh, not much else. And uh, guess what, Brad? You got a call for me? We've got a call about this game, and I bet you know who it's from. Uh, back to the cover, it's Will, and uh, holy shit, it's a shit show here in Ann Arbor. God damn. We allowed 25 unanswered points and somehow still won a game in Champaign, Illinois. I don't understand. This team is going to get blown the fuck out next week, I'm pretty sure. Unless Josh Gaddis has just left the playbook closed. We've seen glimpses. There was some fun QB sneakage. There was some fun drag routes over the middle. I saw some of that promise speed and space. But am I confident? Absolutely not. Uh, sorry about Mizu. I don't actually remember how that game went. What Maybe was Mizu. that? No, Mizu beat Ole Miss. So, uh, you know, fuck you, Micah. I don't know. Is he saying Mizu no soup? Bye. Not Miso. Whatever, Will. There's your call from Will from he, Michigan. He's talking about bento boxes? Yeah, something like that. Uh... Game day, Michigan sucks. I, I don't know what else to say there is. Uh, what else there is to say here? Penn State, another team that has a chance to make make this a statement Saturday. I'm sure there are going to be people on ESPN talking about statement Saturday. Here's your chance, Penn State. If you want to be considered in that top tier, you go out and you stomp Michigan's nuts at home. Uh, 
and I would anticipate they would do that. Nine points is a lot, though. A lot. I think you can win this game convincingly by a touchdown, or you know, Michigan gets a late score and backdoor covers. But I, I don't see a scenario where Michigan beats Penn State. Penn State clearly looks like the superior team. Hmm. I also see a scenario where Penn State just stomps them, and things start going south for Michigan, and these, these Michigan players have been dogged on, and they just quit. Mm-hmm. If we know anything about Harbaugh, it's like he doesn't really have good answers when they lose games. And I could see this game kind of getting out of hand. If I had to bet on it, I think I'd take Penn State. And the point, I, and, and I'd lay the points. The points. Huh? Interesting. So Michigan, the probably the most disappointing 5-1 and one team in college football history. Like, has anyone been dogged on more for losing one game in a college football season? Can you think probably, of Probably, but, I mean, this is a very disappointing I mean, team. This was supposed slayed. to be the year... And they they got smoked by Wisconsin, of course. So they're coming in here. And they haven't looked, you know, they barely got past Army. They have looked better, but against terrible competition. I mean, they smoked Rutgers. So they're just getting their feels back. They're all five-star. We already know that. They have game day there now. And Penn State really, like, is there much to gain if they beat a shitty team, a shitty Michigan team that everybody in the nation thinks is trash and is disrespected the entire year? There's not a great deal of benefit from that. But disagree, but continue. on the other side of the ball, Michigan does have the talent, and Harbaugh is a good coach. They just haven't put it together, and if they have found a, a formula for winning versus these shitty last couple teams they've played, and they're they've got like some momentum, this could be a big trouble for Penn State, man. So who do you like? I, I like Michigan. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a lot of points, man. I think I like Michigan to win straight up. Wow. Yeah, I think well, they're I think they're going to turn their season around. Here. I think that that was it Army or Navy? What was the service academy? Army. Army. That was pathetic. And that's why... Well, then they got stomped the next week by Wisconsin. Yeah, but that's a or good two team. Weeks or whatever. At least that's a, it's a uh, acceptable... Army may not lose another game. All right, it, Anyways. Okay, Michigan sucks. You're wrong. Okay. All, okay. Lunch. Okay. All right, we're now betting lunch next week on the outcome of this game. You have a deal. You've got a deal. And we are against the spread. Yes, yeah, you get nine points. Okay. I like Penn State. my outrageous statement about winning straight up. I don't want to bet against that with you. That's fair. I yeah. wouldn't hold you to that. Yeah. Uh, the last kind of interesting game, and not very interesting, after I, I saw the record on this game, actually. 6-0, okay. and Boise State, ranked number 14 in the country, goes to perhaps their toughest game left on the schedule, BYU, so who I did not know is 2-4. and four. Yeah, they The blow. Mormons uh, beat USC, but they stink. Shockingly... Boise is only a six and a half point favorite on the road, hmm. which I would have thought this line would be bigger. I would think that an undefeated team ranked number fourteen in the country should be more than six and a half points favorite against any two and four team in the country. Hmm. Is that? I think. Do that's I sound fair. crazy for no, that? I mean, am I crazy? I don't know. You might be a little crazy, but that's okay. Yeah, I don't know that Boise isn't going to cover, but it seems like some disrespect from Vegas if you just took the name off of the. The roster. If you said number 14, 6 0 at 2 and 4 BYU, you'd think they would be favored by at least 10, at least two touchdowns. I don't know. Uh, but Jesus, that's interesting to watch. The reality is Boise is not going to lose another game if they can survive this one. I, mean, and I would and think Boise they would. beat Tennessee and USC. Those are the two wins they have. Like, could you, like, in any other calendar year, not this season, that would be like the most. The hugest BYU. wins of their... Yeah, Tennessee their, versus US and USC. I mean, yeah. Those are two two big names on paper, two blue bloods. And like, This is going to be a really weird season when yeah. you look back on it 30 years from now and you're yeah. like, BYU uh, went 3-9, and nine, but uh, two wins were against Tennessee and USC. 
What a strange season. Right. Yeah. Any other year, that would be respectable. Good call. Well, not respectable because of the 2-9, and nine, but I think those Boise, two wins. I think Boise wins this game by a touchdown or two and, and covers. I'm pretty sure BYU blows, and I'm pretty sure Boise is going to spank. Well, they got to blow everybody out if they want to stay within reason of the playoff. That's the late night game. That one starts at 10:15 Eastern time. So it doesn't matter. The line actually, oh, well, here's something that's okay. you want to talk disrespect. Let's hear it. This line opened at Boise minus one and a half. Yikes. And quickly jumped to six and a half and seven in some places. So the money's all on Boise. That's crazy. What are these Vegas people thinking? Over under also started at 54 and fell to 47. Who has Boise beaten? Florida State's their best Boy, win, Florida State stinks. Yeah, they stink. Uh, yeah, otherwise, Hawaii is their next best win. Air Air Force? I don't know. Yeah, anyways, it's really just hard to get a gauge on them. Like, for the past, what, 20, 15 years, they've been good. They've been a, a contender. They always win their conference. I don't know. If they, they seem to be the better pick. Fuck that blue opinion. turf. Uh, yeah, the Smurf I, turf is trash. As long If you can get six and a half, I think I'm on Boise. All right, let's run through the the rest of the top 25. Let's do it. Uh, for the sake of, you know, fun. Content. Content purposes. Uh, number one, Alabama hosts Tennessee, who's two and four. Bama, a 34.5-point favorite. Have they fired Pruitt or whatever his name is yet? Not yet. This might be it. This this could be it. If they lose this game by seven touchdowns, which they might. And they aren't taking two out once. He's going straight for Heisman. Oh, that's true. I mean, Heisman points. Bama has been keeping two in the game late. And trying to run up the score. Uh, number two, LSU, who has moved up in the polls recently. Mm-hmm. They are at uh, Mississippi State. Mississippi State is an 18.5-point underdog at home. They've been pretty bad this year. They are 3-3 three and three coming in. Yeah. Uh, number three, Clemson goes to Louisville. Louisville comes in 4-2. and two. They've, they've won a couple games. Uh, a, bit of, a bit of a pleasant surprise. Uh, but... They are 24-point favorites, or 24-point underdogs at home against Clemson. Did you know that Shaq owns a part of Papa John's, speaking of Louisville? Yeah, everybody knows that. I didn't know that. I saw a commercial where he's, he's throwing pieces He's on the around. board now, and he's like the new face of Papa John's. He's the new Papa. I want to You know haven't if... gotten this? You haven't seen all the... There's been like 5,000 articles about it, and uh, the commercials are like, oh yeah, I'm the Papa now. I must have just been right outside because they've done they've targeting Papa John's has done everything they can to disassociate themselves yeah. from Papa John. I wonder what's bigger, his foot or a large pizza. Hard to say. Yeah. Anyways, sorry to derail. But Shaq is uh, he's on the board and he's their chief brand officer or something. Call, I don't, and he owns some franchises. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In Papa John's Stadium, Clemson, a big favorite there. That's a, throw that's a that's a noon Eastern time game, so that's an early one. They got to throw Shaq's face on the pizza box. I think that's they the last thing I'll say. I mean, I haven't ordered a Papa John's in a long time. I but. probably won't, but anyways. Yeah. Number four, Ohio State, we mentioned, plays tonight at Northwestern. That's another Stopville. giant lo- a giant line, another giant line. We talked about Oklahoma, 34 points at West Virginia, mm-hmm. or West Virginia at home mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. Oklahoma, 34. Number six, Wisconsin, a 31-point favorite at Illinois, another stop. Huh. Uh, you would think. You think they're going to cover that? The way they've been playing. I guess if we you've got the about, best running back in the league and you get up, you're probably going to do all right. Yeah. We talked about number seven, Penn State, hosting Michigan, of course. Okay. Let's see. I'm missing number eight. Maybe they're on by. Must be. Whoever that is. Florida, number nine, going to South Carolina, as we mentioned. Uh, Florida is a five-point favorite at South Carolina. 
you know, who knows? Who knows there? Georgia fell to number 10. You're missing Notre Dame at 8. Oh, and they are they on by? Okay. Yeah. Uh, number 10, Georgia uh, fell pretty far after that loss last week. They Not sit, far enough. They sit at 5-1. and one. They host 3-3 three and three Kentucky. Do you want to guess the line on this one, Brad? Tell me. 25. I'll take Kentucky. I think I will, too. Guess what else? What's that? We got a hotline call from Kentucky? Georgia. Oh, from Georgia. Georgia one. Let's hear this. Tough tough sports week for Georgians last week. We covered this. Yeah, but uh, here we go. Hey, what's up, Mike? What's up, Brad? Um, just a, another Georgia fan living in sorrow. Um, I was there for game five when the Braves gave up the 10 spot in the first inning. And I was there on Saturday uh, watching my son-of-a-bitch Bulldogs blow to the stupid Gamecocks. And that motherfucking Will Muschamp, I hate that guy. (laughs) But more so, I hate Kirby Smart. Uh, He is the most idiotic, insane human being on the face of the earth. He thinks the absolute world revolves around Jake Fromm. And don't get me wrong, I think Jake Fromm is a great quarterback, obviously. He was the number one quarterback in the country coming out of high school. He led us to a national championship his freshman year. But what else has he done besides lose it when it's the most important? Don't forget that we at one point had Justin Fields on our roster and let him slip away because of Kirby Smart's ignorant ass. I just can't. I don't even know what to do. I don't know what to do. Should I become a Mizzou fan now? I don't I don't know. My Room next door neighbor's bandwagon. a Mizzou fan. Maybe we'll just fucking hop along with his bandwagon. All aboard. I mean God. Y'all just keep it real. Thanks, man. Keep talking shit about my bulldogs. That's all I'm gonna be doing too. Hey, cheer up. Peace out, Mikey. Peace out, Brad. Peace and love. Give Ralph some love for me, Brad. Ralphie. Peace. You got the finest campus in America. You're in contention with USC. You're gonna For you're gonna babes, make it. You mean. That's right. You're gonna go to class. Maybe not. You're gonna drink some beers. Maybe some Jaeger bombs. Go home with a pretty White young claws. lady. You're gonna be all right. Uh, I will say this: Kirby Smart deserves all the blame for the loss uh, last week. I have I still have no idea why they didn't try a long field goal at the end of the regulation. The caller's take was very in line with yours. Kirby, stupid. Yeah, Kirby's a big dumb idiot, and uh, I'm sorry about your week, but uh, I'm still celebrating as a Mizzou fan. We'll get to the Tigers later. Uh, how about the other LS? Or how about the other, not the LSU Tigers, but the other SEC Tigers, the Auburn Tigers? They rank number eleven. The Missouri they, Tigers? No, the Auburn Tigers. Okay, they're ranked number eleven. They go to Arkansas. Arkansas is a goddamn dumpster fire. Auburn, a nineteen and a half point favorite. What happened to Arkansas? Uh, they fired a coach. I, who knows? They're on a reality TV show or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we talked about Oregon, Washington, Oregon ranked number 12. Uh, you're number 13 Utah team hosting Arizona State. So you're, you have 13, 16, and 12 all playing mm-hmm. uh, against ranked teams. Number 14 is Boise. Number 15 is Texas who fell. They must be on by, yeah. No, Texas hosts Kansas this week. Uh, might as well Basically be a buy. They're yeah. 21-point favorite in Austin. Uh, I would not say to take Kansas, but I would not bet on Texas this week. For 21 points, I'll take the horn. This crowd is going to be it's going to be half full. Yeah, right. Nobody's showing up. 
the people are real down on this football team. You think so? Yeah. Especially against Kansas. There's no there's no beef there. There's no heat. That's uh I would expect Texas to come out flat this week. I expect for whatever that's worth. The opposite. We talked about 16, we talked about 17, we talked about 18. We talked about 19. Okay. That's uh, you know, SMU, Baylor, Pony Arizona Express. State in reverse order in Michigan. You know um, who might be at that uh that um SMU game? Who's that? Me. I'm gonna be in Dallas. Really? Yeah. I'm not going to the game actually. It's a fun stadium. I'll be close. Yeah. Uh number twenty, Minnesota, who we talked about kind of extensively last week. Minnesota is going to continue to win because they play at Rutgers, one and five Rutgers, six and zero Minnesota, a twenty eight and a half point favorite. There are a lot of like games that are big favorites this week. A bunch of lop- lopsided uh even, uh, even the ones with between some of the ranked teams. Um, number 21, Cincinnati faces Tulsa at home. Cincinnati, a 17 point favorite at home. That's, that's a cruise mm-hmm. in all likelihood. Number 22, your Missouri Tigers. We got into the rankings, huh? Yeah, we go to Vanderbilt, uh, Mizzou five and one, Vandy one and five, and got stomped last week by a, squ- a terrible squad. The Tigers are 21 point favorites on the road. This is a game I wanted to go to, but we're not going to go, uh, I would like Mizzou to win this game. Twenty-one seems like a lot. This seems like a this seems a little closer than it should be. Would the would be the way I would feel about this one. Uh, in case you were wondering why Mizzou is ranked in the AP but not in the in the coaches poll, Mizzou is ineligible to be ranked in the coaches poll. We're bad boys because we're bad boys and we're on probation at the moment. Because we because of like three people cheating on tests. No, because of one disgruntled uh, tutor. Tutor. That's right. Who claimed all sorts of crazy things? So you can things. pay the shit out of your players, buy prostitutes. That's all good. But if you if you get your tutors taking your test, one one disgruntled over. your tutor, season is tutor, several years ago. Uh, Twenty three Iowa hosts Purdue. Iowa a seventeen and a half point favorite. Purdue got a win last week, but Iowa comes in four and two. I uh, Purdue two and four. Uh, Twenty four Appalachian State hosts Louisiana Monroe. App State five and zero. Oh. Wait, what? Yeah, App State five and zero. They are a fifteen point favorite against Louisiana Monroe. They're not even FCS, are they? They are. They have been for several years now. And number twenty five, Washington host Oregon. App State's the one that beat Michigan that time when they That's were right. not. That was like fifteen years ago. Really? God damn, we're yeah, old. you're old as shit. Yeah, well, you're just as old, bitch. That's true. Uh, that's it. There's your top twenty five. There's your games. You know, a lot of potential blowouts on tap, but of course. We know what that means. It could be a lot of close games Binge and drink. perhaps some surprises. And it's good. The, the fall is here, depending on where you are in the country. It's time to to have some White Claws and enjoy. Indeed. Well said. What are you doing for the game Saturday, Brad? Like I said, I'm going to be in Dallas. Oh, yeah. Big Nude so, Saturday uh, is going to be different for you. Mm-hmm. You're taking over Big D. That's right. Big Nude D. What's the occasion? It's my uh, soon-to-be father-in-law's 60th birthday, birthday, and we're going to a panic room on Friday. And I'm about to panic right that now. That does not sound lit. It might be tight though. It sounds like the opposite. We're taking flight. a uh, we're taking a limousine there, so I'm gonna ride in a style to my torture. Kind of like a litazine. Litazine. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I'm sorry for you. That's because you're a coward. But have fun. I'm gonna escape. Have fun. Panic. I I doubt that. Hey, follow us on uh, Instagram at Backdoor Cover Podcast. Lots of white claw memes. We actually got shut down this week for posting UFC videos. So if you're wondering why we haven't gotten white claw memes. We should get the account back by Saturday. We're out on USC content. For the time being. 
It was a great video, though. Uh, follow me at Michael Weiner. Follow mine to Micah. Check out the other episodes with uh, Can't Miss Mitch and everything else. Yeah, anything else, Brad? That's it, and that's all. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.